Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to call the Finance Committee meeting for Wednesday, September 13, 2023 at 6.30 p.m. in the auditorium, uh, 274 Front Street, third floor. Uh, roll call, please. Laflam. Here. Zigarowski. Balakir. Here. Labrie. Here. Tillotson. Roy. Here. Brooks. Here. Also participating tonight on Zoom, I have, I believe, Councilor Dobaz, and that's it. Anyone else on Zoom from the City Council? The Jimmy on the right. Oh. Yeah, I'm on. Tillerson's on. Tillerson's now on and participating through Zoom this evening as, me as a member of the Finance Committee. I uh, am a member of the Finance Committee. What's that, Jim? What's that? What did you say? We didn't hear you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe well, you didn't, but uh, well, you. Uh, no, okay. I can hear you now. I can hear everybody now. Okay, thank you. Also here tonight is Councilor uh, uh, Bill Clinton of Ward, uh, Ward 7. Uh, we have our attorney, our administrative assistant, the engineer, and we have the Human Resource Department, Chief Steve. I forgot to ask Zahowski? Zahowski. And his assistant. Uh, and also, I'm sorry, from the mayor's chief of staff, Michael Pease. Okay. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is recording this meeting. Is anyone in the audience or on Zoom video or audio taping this meeting? If so, please state your name and organization. We have nobody present in the uh, auditorium, and I do not see anyone on Zoom this evening. So we'll proceed with item number one on the agenda. Item number one, let me just read it here. Order that the sum of $52,388.72 being hereby is appropriated to the following name account. Human Resource Salary Account for Benefit Coordinator. Account number 1152-0001-514030. Said amount is to be taken from available funds in the stabilization fund. Um, and this evening, I just would like to call up. We'll start and have uh, Steve and his assistant come up and then just do a, just a quick synopsis of why this is needed. President of the members of the committee, thank you for having us this evening. This is Karen Gay. She's our benefits manager here for the city. And this um, requisition is for the position that we asked for earlier to fund a second benefits coordinator. As I mentioned earlier, Karen handles over 4,100 employees between retirees, employees, and ben, uh, dependents doing all the benefits work. And to help us get better reconciled with our benefits program, we want to bring on a second benefits coordinator. And this is the salary that would fund that. Uh, before we go into um, us, I'm going to see if there's any public input. Is there any public input from the floor? Is there any public input from Zoom? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Uh, motion made and second to close public input. Roll call, please. Laflam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Roy? Yes. Brooks? Yes. 
<clears throat> okay, now we'll hear from the counselors on the floor or on, well, actually we'll do the com uh, the committee. Counselor Labrie. Yes, uh, hi, Steve. Uh, you had said 4,100 employees and retirees. Uh, can you br just break that down into how many uh, city employees? Uh, it's top of your head, brown numbers. Twenty. Twenty-six hundred um, and, and active many, employees, city employees. Okay, and how many uh, school employees? I would say about two thousand. Okay, then arrest retirees. And then arrest retirees. Okay, that's a, I, I just always somebody always asks me how many employees we have, and I, it's just good information to know. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Councilor Brooks. Yeah, I think that creating a redundancy in essence, I'm sorry, if you creating can. a redundancy in essence by bringing on a second position will allow, you know, obviously splitting the work and, you know, will allow for some checks and balances that are probably not existent because you're you're literally just handling 4,100 individual cases each and every day and it's getting through that backlog. I guess without getting into particulars of it, my understanding is we're starting to wind down on the results from uh, the potential audit mm -hmm. and you know, kind of what I'm hearing is that it certainly wasn't as expansive as some may like to lead people to right. believe. And, you know, while having a casual relationship with the truth might be nice for some, for me, I'd much rather have a more static understanding. So do you have a timeline when you might be able to share with us kind of the outcomes? We'll be having a meeting with the mayor and our insurance team on Friday. Okay. And then we should have more information after that. Okay, great. Yeah. And that will be released at some point yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And then get a sense of what not only the amount of individuals affected, but maybe the cost to the city. And, right. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting all those numbers together to finalize now. So. Yeah, and I think this, again, is the great step to create redundancies within the office. Um, obviously, as we look to attract and retain talent, we want to make sure that we're able to explain to them comprehensively what their benefit package may be. And then, you know, you and a future colleague will be able to look at that and make sure Thank that um, oh, people can't hear you. My, I got the green light on and everything. Yeah, well, I just got it to you asking that. Thank you. Sometimes it's just a... Yeah, I blame the IT department. Maybe they need an assistant. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, it, you know, it, again, creating redundancies and allowing the workload to be split and then kind of that check and balance that allows for oversight, not necessarily a supervisory um, oversight, but just... The second set of eyes is always helpful. I find that a lot of the work that I do, um, my personal work is that redundancies are very important to ensure that, you know, things get missed and have a fresh set of eyes looking at a new document is oftentimes the difference between a mistake getting passed through and a mistake being identified. So um, I'm I'm very much in support of this position. I hope we uh, recommend to honor the request tonight. Thank you. Okay, Councillor uh, Balakir. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Uh, I'm, I'm in favor of this, uh, just based on the sheer numbers of what we have for city employees. I mean, it just makes sense. Rather than just have one person try to handle this, and it's, it's just too many numbers. So uh, thanks for coming aboard, and uh, I, I'm in favor of this. I think this is the right way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any counselors? Uh, any counselors on Zoom that would like to speak? Yeah, Mr. President, may I speak? Sure. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm in favor of the position. I mean, uh, whatever the HR department needs to, uh, you know, to 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 improve, I, I think the council is going to support. Right. Um, actually, a few questions we got. Um, in our email, it says that uh, there's employee self service being offered now. 
Um, so will this position help with that new program? No. That's well, um, I'm sorry. The trainer, our new um, HR trainer um, is doing the um, employee self-serve. Will, will the insurance be part of the self-service or will they still, will employees still have to go through HR to make changes to their insurance? It will eventually. Um, we're looking at rolling out electronic benefits once we have our open enrollment, probably March, April timeframe. We're working with IT now to see how Munis plays into that and what we can do to get that up and running. So it eventually will become electronically based, but we'll still need the team to be able to help balance bills, reconcile bills, make sure we've got the right people in the right program. So, but it'll help us electronically to have better control over everything. Thank you for uh, for your response. Thank you, Mr. President. I'm all set. Oh, no problem. Councilor Tillerson, do you have any questions? No, Not I at this time. Thank you. I'll take a motion. Motion to approve item one. Motion made and second to approve item number one. Roll call, please. Laflam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? <coughs> yes. <coughs> Yes. And the motion passes. Okay, we'll sign it all. And Councillor uh, Tillotson is voting through Zoom. Thank you. Thank you. This will go before a full board meeting next Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six in favor, and none opposed. Just I have one question before we let them go. This is all going to be prorated good for the salary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, seeing that, we're all set. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Coming in. See you around City Hall. Thank you. Okay, we'll move on to item number two. Item number two is be it order that the finance committee meet to discuss the fund funding of an overheight warning system for the Prospect Street train trestle. Okay. And we have it uh, present tonight on this item. We have the engineering, uh, Doug Ellis, and we have Captain Watson from the uh, police department, and we have Councillor uh, Cushane who put this order in. Okay, we'll go with Councillor Cushane first. Let him, it's his order, so we'll let him speak first, and then we'll hear from the other two. Yep, so uh, Doug and I were out in the field four or five months ago. Miss, could you put them? Is on. your mic working? It's on. 
Hello. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get. I'm looking at me. But here you go. So uh, it was one more thing, just trying to figure out how to get these uh, trucks to uh, pay attention since they can't read 11.9 and 12.6 when we had it at that height, uh, even though there's multiple signs leading up to the intersection. And it just ties up way too much police resources when you have, the last time I saw somebody didn't get stuck, but they stopped in time, but needed four cruisers just to back them out. Um, and it's, you know, our PD has much better things to do than when with these guys who can't read signs so the alert warning system would uh at least alert them ahead of time much ahead of time because there is enough approach to the intersection where the cameras could be installed and the warning system could you know, activate in time to get them to not go into the underpass hopefully um i know doug said he would have you know he'd be behind it if the mayor would appropriate the funds so uh he'd be better than i can tell could you, you grab it. another mic i people cannot hear you i'm actually getting texts that they can't hear me they're going stereo well, one, you Bill, you little, can come up to the table and you want to come this up, one. Bill, why don't you come up here? Those mics are lousy. I, I, it's not. That was my field. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, I'm sorry, but when I'm getting texts that people can't hear, we get they got to be allowed to hear. So if you can just, uh, unfortunately, you're going to have to say it one more time. Yeah, not that we want to hear it twice. But we'll allow you. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is just a. Again, like I said, to uh, help uh, one more thing, hopefully we can eliminate this problem and stop tying up police resources, uh, uh, you know, for these drivers who can't read the signs. Thank you. Uh, any other comments from anybody before I open up to the committee? Seeing none. Uh, any public input here? No public input on the floor. Any public input on Zoom on item number two? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to see that it come to a fruition. It really needs. Jim, hold uh, on. Please. I'm doing public input. Thank you. Motion to close public input. Motion made a second to close item uh, public input on item number two. Roll call. LaFlam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Roy? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Thank you. And the motion passes. Okay, now we'll hear from the committee um, regarding the questions on this. Concert Tillotson. Yeah, I, I, I've been on the council a long time, as most of you know, and that that's been an issue right along. I, I'm hoping we can come up with a plan that will prevent the trucks from getting stuck under there again. So uh, <clears throat> I support anything that will help eliminate that problem. Thank you. Concert Alec here. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I'm just curious as to who, what the actual ownership is of this train trestle, if the city is involved with all, or if this is just strictly with the railroad. It's concert either one. Go on to Brooks. No, no, no. I'm not answering this question. I'm raising my hand. Okay. Asking I can, yeah, you can answer that. Go so ahead. You, when you, I put up the signs, it took 14 months because Mass train oversees it, but Pan Am runs it and Amtrak owns it. So there's a that's why it took me 14 months to get those signs up because you had to get all those people together. So everybody's a little piece, but the city has nothing to do with it. Okay. Thank right. you. Concert Thank you. Brooks. Yeah, I just wanted to hear from our engineer and yep, the I police department on their, right their perspective about you know what they they found there. I mean, you know, we kind of, it's kind of the running joke. You know, if you're down by Alice Diner and you see a truck stuck, it's like, oh, you know, somebody can't read again. And, you know, right. Yeah, they have a CDL. That's that's a little bit scary. But um, you know, what do the numbers look like for the past year? Have the signs that Councilor Corshane has had installed that they had any kind of um, impact on a decrease in people getting stuck underneath that? Um, 
number. I want to speak to the uh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I see a chart, so I, I'm assuming yeah, it's there was self-explanatory. Uh, yeah, there was three uh, crashes there in the bridge in this past year. There was one in the previous years, zero and twenty-one, yeah. one and twenty, but there was four and five in the previous years, nineteen and eighteen before that. Okay. So I mean, it definitely makes sense to do. You know, in this case where we, you know you only got that short section of Prospect Street, mm -hmm. we're going to need four of these systems. You know, one for Buckley, right. one by Al's Diner, and the two on Chickabee Street. Will there be any land taking, or is it going to be within the easement? No, the we'd, we'd be able to do that within the right of way. Okay, I don't Perfect. see any need for any land taking. All right, great. That was it. Mr. Roy, we get a, a quote or a necessary... we've asked for a quote from Ocean State. We haven't received it yet, though. So that it's not our uh, trestle, it's not our train tracks. Is there uh, something that Amtrak, uh, DOT, uh, somebody else? I mean, if if it were if I own that, I'd want to put as much sign around it, you know, as I can, so people wouldn't hit it. Uh, because I know there was one bad accident there where they had a look at uh, if there was any damage done to the trestle. But someday somebody's going to go through there pretty fast and mm -hmm. uh, make that, you know, uh, put it down for a while. I don't know how I, well, I know they use it often now. Uh, they run those Amtraks through it. But, um, you know, again, I don't know how much the funding is, is but uh, is that something we can ask them? Or, you know, if that's something they do in other towns. Uh, you know, pay for some of this uh, signage. Yeah, I do that. Uh, no, I'd have to. I'd have to look into that. But not that I'm opposed. I know it's not going to be a, a you know a, a, an absorbent amount of money, but I think we might be able to get some reimbursement. That, you know, down the road, definitely worth checking. Okay. So, if I may, I'd like to speak a minute. I don't need to go come for it. So, no. okay. Um, I agree with Councilor uh, Labrie. Um, um, I think this is a great idea. I'm I'm for it 100. We need to do something. Um, I prefer to maybe place this on file and get the information. We're showing that we have the support because nothing can be done without the mayor's approval of budgeting it. Right. And we, I'm not inclined to approve something without a monetary amount of money. What it's going to cost the taxpayer. Mm -hmm. So um, we are here basically tonight to support it 100 percent and allow. The, the ward our, our counselor and this, the engineering and wh whoever to come up with a final figure and a layout for us. Can I just finish? No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I would like to make you know later someone to make a motion just to place it on file for more information, and, but this will show to the mayor and us that we want to move forward with it and get all that information. Can you please make the motion? Can I, have a question I, I can't make the motion first. No, I want to. Councillor Roy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Captain, is it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, have we ever ticketed anybody that's been? I think in most of these accidents, they were, they've been ticketed. For, now, do they for... get charged? Yeah, they, I think pretty much everybody would be charged. Who gets the money for that? The, the uh, Amtrak or whoever? Railroad the company get the money for that? It, standard ticket, just like if someone was beating. No, yeah, that's nothing. They get charged for the for the damage most of these have said that the bridge wasn't damaged in any way i don't think it's, what's that I think it's solid. yeah i think most of them say that they've had people come out and check and they've never really found any damage to the bridge i think it would be up to them to go themselves well, after restitution restitution yeah, themselves. nothing sure. to do with the city as it doesn't belong to us okay thank you thank you you all set yes sir Absolutely. can i time. ask uh captain watson uh do you have a number of um like in the last couple of years, how many times uh, you've been called on there to that bridge? 
so we have a minimum of this isn't a perfect uh representation just the way our system searches itself but we had a minimum of 14 over the last five years three years. so 14 each year minimum 14 over the last over the last 14 total but three so far this year okay if i may um which is that's 14 but how many got to that point where that's it caused everything to back up police officers to go there to allow to help that tractor trailer get out that says oh boy i'm not gonna make it so that doesn't count that then no that's, not at all that's that's just somebody get hit it that's the actual actual accidents okay. like like you've mentioned that's happened because i've been here more. many i'm sorry i've been here many times that they had to have cops back them all the way yeah. up to get second time and so, so i guess my question on the report was because i've asked for that report years ago <clears throat> and i was told it couldn't be done because you don't know what address the officer used for the you know the report, whether it's Prospect Chickabee Street, uh, sometimes Yale Street. So is that accumulation of all the different possible addresses to get a total? So unfortunately, <laughs> the, our system doesn't, like I said, it doesn't search itself well. So someone yeah. used another program to access the database and do some other searches. So this is probably a low number, to be honest. Yeah, and we're so fine with it. Because you're right, it is hard if they use a different address mm -hmm. or uh, if they didn't report it correctly. Right. So you can only, you can, I mean, you can only go in a database and search it yeah. so okay. well. So right. thank, you. thank you, Councilor Brooks. Yeah, and I think to the captain's point, I, I think it's hard to discern what your man hours and expenses are at that point. So if you're three deep because it's 1030 in the morning, that looks remarkably different than if it's 235 and school's just let out and you have parents picking up children at Bellamy and right. using the crossroads and you're now 15, 16 cars deep, you know, the amount of time and the amount of dispatch to the scene may look remarkably different depending on what time frame of the day you have to respond to somebody who doesn't know that his rig is going to make it under the bridge or not um so i think that that's you know that that's part that becomes difficult there's really no clear indicator on how you put a price point on what the response cost is for each individual event because it really varies by time of day you know time you know, level of traffic that's on the road. I would imagine that in the fall and spring, it's probably a little less traveled because people are at work, but in summertime when people are on vacations and where schools are letting out, all the variables that are involved in that change, you know, Captain Watson going singularly and well, now he's grabbing Shane and Doug and now there's three of us there and we're going to spend three to four hours cleaning up the traffic mess. So I, I think the signs will, will help and, you know, it's unfortunate we won't be able to gather empirical data to support what the cost estimates are per event. But I think that if we can minimize the number of events, then we inherently know we're saving money on the response costs. Correct. So I, I think this is great. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Councilor Roy, third time. Third time? Three times. Jesus. Did we get any kind of an estimate of what this might cost? No, we've requested one. It hasn't come in yet. All right, motion to place on the file. I'm going to call it a chair. Thank you. Let me just make sure there's any city councilor on Zoom that want to talk on item number two. Uh, yeah, on yeah, Zoom, I would like to I would like to refer to the engineering department. How they come up with a plan uh, uh, to solve this problem? This problem has been going on for at least as long as I can remember. <clears throat> yeah, everybody was hoping every day to, that there wouldn't be a a big truck that could you would get stuck under there because when that happens it's, it plugs up everything thank so you i think we need to bring it to fruition now that's one of the as i'm leaving the, the council as everyone knows 
I would like to see that done as one of my last three uh, endeavors that we refer it to the engineering department and have Mr. Ellis come in with a plan and a cost. Thank so you. that we can move it forward or, or figure out a way to solve the problem. That's the plan. We're going to have them come Thanks, back. Thank you. We have a motion on the floor. Motion made by Councilor Roy to motion to place on file for more information. Mr. Chairman? Yes. If I suggest uh, maybe a motion to uh, postpone to the call of the chair and not place on file because okay. you want to bring it back. Postpone to the call of the chair. I would like to support that motion. You'd like to what? Support it. Mumble. I would like to support that motion. At, uh, yeah, we, we got you, Jim. You can do that when we call the roll call. Okay. Thank you. Okay, let's have a roll You're call. You're welcome. LaFlam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Roy? Yes. Brooks? Yes. And a motion passes. Okay, we'll move on to item number three. Motion to accept the minutes of July 31st, 2023. Motion made in second that we approve minutes from July 31st, 2023. Any comments? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. You made the motion, I'll second it. Roll call. LaFlam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Hoy? Yes. Brooks. Yes. And the motion passes. Tobias is gone, right? No, he's not on. No. Uh, and the motion passes. I'll take a motion to adjourn. Motion made and second to adjourn. Roll call. LaFlam? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Roy? Brooks. Roy? Yes. Gary? Yes. Thank you. And a motion passes. Everybody have a great night. No, you too.